Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Thanks so much for downloading this latest episode of Ramble Meets, which is perhaps a bit different from the interviews I usually conduct. I was given the chance to chat to two ex-NFL players who are now broadcasters, and I thought it would be a great opportunity to try and explore the similarities and perhaps some of the interesting differences between the two sports. Uh, Jason and OC were excellent and charismatic company, as you'd expect. And if you haven't heard the Jason and OC podcast, I'd recommend you check it out if you have any interest in NFL whatsoever. They also gave a real insight into what it's like to achieve at the top level of sport and gave me, and I hope you, plenty to think about when it comes to what it takes to get to the very top in your chosen field. Uh, It was also really interesting to get the perspective from athletes of a different sport on what they think about football, what they like and dislike, and perhaps what we can learn um, as football fans from the NFL. Uh, That's what I set out to do anyway, so I hope at least part of the, the show achieves that. And I hope you enjoy it. Um, At the very least, it's half an hour or so with some interesting people, and so there's plenty to enjoy in there. As ever, you can send feedback over to me on Twitter and Instagram at Luke Aaron Moore. Have a great rest of the week, and don't forget to subscribe to make sure you don't miss any future episodes. Uh, Without further ado, this is Ramble Meets with Jason Bell and O.C. Omanura. Enjoy. All right, cool. We're talking reckless, huh? So we're already rolling, so... um... I, I, I'm going to keep this as conversational as possible. Oh, man, we're rolling. I yeah. could have said something detrimental to the conversation. Well, I thought that, but someone said before that you're a professional. <laughs> so, so I just thought that's never going to happen. Jason uh, Bell's not going to do that. It's informed you were a professional <laughs> before this. His reputation is so good that man. he'll never get caught out. I'm, 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 whoever this person is, I like them. I like them a lot. <laughs> yeah. I like them a lot. Jason Bell, and I am definitely interested in other people's perspectives on life. OCU Manure, and I am a um, two-time winning 
Broadcast Journalism Awards winner. <laughs> yes, he <laughs> is. Two times. Take your boy with you. Two times. As NFL guys, what's your what's your Premier League perspective like? What do you I, think of it? I find it, I find it interesting. Um, I used to like it more than I do now. Oh yeah. Yeah, because I'm more of a player players guy. Yeah. And so when Ibrahimovic was here, mm. I, I was a massive fan of Manchester United. When mm. Ronaldo was was playing, I was, <laughs> I was a massive fan of Manchester United. I feel like some of the the character is gone a little bit. Yeah. You know, some of the uh, I, I don't even know how to explain it, man. But the the guys with big personalities yeah. that used to play in the Premier League, yeah. um, you just you just don't see too much of that anymore. But overall, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Man City is just so good. Liverpool is so yeah. good. There are a couple of teams that are really good, and everybody else is just kind of middling. Something that you guys have been used to in your sport for a long time is video refereeing, right? Mm. So you always have. See every play, every kind of decision is ratified, and, and there's appeals and appeal process as well. We're kind of we're just getting used to that in in in, in football. Uh, it's it's been the first season, the Premier League this season. There's a lot of talk, of people not liking it, perhaps mm-hmm. wanting to roll it back, maybe talking about even abolishing it altogether. <laughs> yeah. But because and I had a bit of a perspective because I spent a bit of time over in the US, and when people were saying to me earlier in the year, oh, the thing is. With video replays, it's going to stop all this conversation. There's going to be no conversation around it because the, 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 the decisions will be correct. Mm-hmm. But that's not true, is it? Right. Because in the US, on TV networks, they spend all week talking about decisions. I remember there was that Cam Newton decision in the Super Bowl when he was at the Panthers a few years ago. Yeah. And they, couldn't, they couldn't decide whether it was a completed pass or not. Yeah. So what, what, what kind of words of advice do you have to, to Premier League fans? Does it get better? <laughs> is it, what we, what? No, no? no, it doesn't get better. It, 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 it adds confusion um, especially when you leave it up to the interpretation of the referee hmm. um, that's where you that's where you, you you run into into some problems but what it does do is that there's certain things that are clear-cut you yeah. know they, they okay this is a clear-cut foul or this is a clear-cut fumble and before you weren't able to see that but now you're able to go back and look so the, the clear-cut ones um, I think they help but the other ones which are kind of like up for interpretation yeah. it just makes things even worse in, mm-hmm. in, in some respects I think it's a good thing though there's just so much money on the line yeah. to yeah. to allow something so stupid to you know to ruin the outcome of it mm-hmm. so I, I think you, you gotta err on the side of, of caution and allow these things to be reviewed do you agree guys? yeah I think that when it comes to games in general and all sports uh, there's a flow and you start disrupting the flow too much, fans get upset. So it's this, it's this careful balance of uh, the flow of the game is what we want, but it's being refereed the way we do. Mm-hmm. And I think technology, why would you say no to technology? But like O.C. said, man, you know, it's like you need to be a lawyer to figure this stuff out. Yeah. It's like if you don't know the rules and, and how it's officiated exactly, then you're looking at something on the screen and you're thinking, well, well, this is what I see. Uh, well, how does that uh, determine how the rules are set. You know, wh- how is that, you know, how, how is that broken down? And it's very confusing. And I know the rules. So, uh, you know, I like the fact that you're allowed to just play uh, in the NFL. I don't want everything reviewed. I want people to just be able to go out there and, and do what they do. But if there's anything egregious, it needs to be corrected. Do you think... Um Fans, broadcasters, and players, even in your sport, know the rules well enough. 
I think as a player, we were very aware. I think each year we had the coach come in, would talk to us about rule changes. We were from the aware. outside looking in, there's a lot of rules in the NFL. Yes. I was in, when me and OC played, I remember they came in and they, early in both our careers, they changed the pass interference rule and they mm. really officiated it differently. I mean, it really got uh, tough and we just focused on it all off season and they called a lot of penalties. I got a lot of penalties on myself actually. <laughs> but it was one of those things where they they just wanted to referee it out of the game and then the next year it wasn't called as as much. Hmm. So when they want to clean something up, they do it and then one thing you got to remember, these are professional athletes. Hmm. Hockey had to change a rule where they couldn't check guys in a certain way and they complained. Oh, it's going to change the game guys adjusted we are pros Hmm. we can figure out a way around it it just takes time and you know so i I really don't have sympathy as a player because it just weeds you out if you can't do it Hmm. i don't i don't think there's certain rules that i I just learned like my 12th year in the nfl i learned to rule it it was the craziest one you know when they when they uh this is special teams you know when they kick you never played special teams yeah i know but i I should have known this rule when they kick the ball and then like the guy puts his foot out of bounds put his foot out of bounds i was like yo what is what is this and so there's certain things that you're still learning about the nfl because our our position our positions are so so different, you know, a defensive end, a corner, a, a linebacker, a offensive lineman, a wide receiver, a quarterback, our positions are so we're never really even in the same meeting room yeah. for the most part. True. We're all separated. So right. there are a lot of things that he so might know that I wouldn't. Teams, oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely, man. And then we always split up offense, defense, and then from there you split into your <laughs> positions. So there's so many different things that are going on that you might not know. So there, there are a lot of rules. But you know what's fascinating about that? The great players, and me and Osi talk about this all the time, uh, and he was a much better player than me, but we know what the great players know what the other positions are doing and how yeah. that helps them. Yeah, true. You, you, it, to be good, you have to know it all. Hmm. The elite players in every sport know how all the positions function hmm. because you got to know where you have help, where you're exposed, all of that, and you can see that with great players. They have a great understanding of the game. So like the Netherlands international football team, uh, they're quite famous for, for their kids would all play in a different position until they settled on their own position. So then when they got the ball and that to give it to a teammate, they, they, the idea was that they'd know what the teammate job was, mm-hmm. so they would be able to play much more sort of together. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But you guys can't go around playing like 40 <coughs> different positions every, no, every no, week. No. You, know? you just got to be a student of the game. Yeah. You got to understand why OC's doing something and how that affects me. Hmm. If I know OC has uh, got a certain path to the quarterback or he's doing something or what his responsibility is, I can hmm. know, man, I can't, I can't count on him like I usually could before hmm. to get pressure on the quarterback. And, yeah. and that's the, the good, great players had that. There, there are some decent comparisons, I think, around because NFL is a massive, massively popular sport in the US. Obviously, football here is the, is the biggest sport by, by some distance. So when you were coming up as a, young, as a young kind of player, you must have experienced the temptations, the difficulties that kids here will be experiencing as they go through to land because they want to become Premier League football players. What, what's, why do you think you guys were different? You just disciplined, you just weren't inter- didn't have huge amounts of different interests? or what, what's, what's the reason, do you think? And what would you, what would you say to young kids now? Um, I, think, I think it's different um, in regards to the NFL and, and the Premier League. Um, 
in American football, for instance, like me and Jason, we're like we graduated from college. Yeah, you understand. So you go to school. You're a bit older. Yeah, you, it's like you go to high school. In order to make it to the next level, you have to go to college. But then in college, you have to like pass like yeah. actual school, and yeah. then do you actually though? There's some places. There's some places where they'll just push you through. Not when we were coming up. Yeah, no. it's yeah. yeah. I we think that's sensationalized up. a little right. bit more than it is. I mean, anybody can find a way to skate through, but yeah, no. You have to. You have to be. You have to graduate, basically. Yeah, yeah you like have to be school, on your path. Yeah, 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 high school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. for sure. Okay. okay. And so, and so, I think what, what you what you see with um, NFL players is like we're just we have a lot more structure because we're in these environments coming all the way up yeah. to. You know, to to college. Whereas in the Premier League, these guys they started like seven. They're in the academies, yeah. and then it's yeah. just because they're just going football. to school together. Yeah, yeah. It's just football, 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 and then so they can make their debut for the first team at seventeen. Yeah. Seventeen Sometimes years old. Sixteen. Yeah. 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 So I think that's the the um, the biggest difference. I think it, it's got to be so much more difficult for mm. a Premier League player because of the environment that. Right. You know they're in, right. um, and they can start at a much earlier age. I don't know how you're a kid, you're 16, 17. They're giving you thirty, forty, fifty thousand a week. Like right. how you, hmm. how do you, how do you, you, you understand? How do you say I want to pursue yeah, my education? I want to pursue my education. You can't. Like for us, we can't make that money till we're like twenty two. Mm-hmm. But in college, you can't get paid at all. Nah. Well, they just that. passed the rule. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. You but get paid off your likeness. Yeah. But, yeah. You Tell know, us about that. So that's, that's that for image rights and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Your likeness. Okay. So it just it literally just got passed yesterday. So so you'll be put on the front of um, John Madden or whatever, and you never get paid for that. Yeah. Your jerseys now, all that, anything. Okay. And what do you think about that? I think it's uh, long overdue. Hmm. There's a lot of kids that have been in a situation where that was the pinnacle of their career, and they had made a lot of money for their universities. And not made it themselves. Exactly. Yeah. One thing that's interesting, I think, as well to, to Premier League fans is the draft system you guys adopt. Whereas mm-hmm. here, as, I mean, I'm sure you know, but if you don't know, you know, if you've got, there are certain things to stop it now, like financial <laughs> fair play, and there's penalties for it. But ultimately, the wealthiest clubs can buy the best players, mm-hmm. and that like can, baseball. That, yeah, right. That can sell perpetuate. But in NFL, mm-hmm. you've got the system um, where the worst team the year before gets the first pick yeah. the next year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really that's like an odd thing to a to a British a sports fan. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why that's yeah. odd. To be honest with you, I yeah. think the way British football is, I think that's odd. Yeah. To me, that doesn't make any sense. And As a fan, I'd be frustrated. Yeah, yeah, because I think a lot of them are just <laughs> yeah, about it, lots of things. It, it, it literally makes zero sense to me. I understand it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I understand it, but um, you you just can't allow a Man City or Liverpool or a Man United. You just can't allow them to win every single year because they have the most money. Yeah, um, I, I don't think it's fair to the to the other teams like. You know, the smaller clubs, they have to work so hard to be able to, you know, do. and then as soon as they make anything, they have to sell their players mm. to, to, you know, to get yeah. money. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's crazy. So in the NFL, there's literally the worst team, well, Cincinnati, Miami, they could literally win the Super Bowl next year. It's not, yeah. it's not a stretch of the imagination to think yeah. that the worst team in football this year can go on next year and win it because Does everything that happen is often? Th- it happens all the yeah. time. Yeah. Because it, everything is so evenly distributed. Everybody has the same amount of money to spend. Hmm. Um, the, the, the worst team gets the first pick, so you can always build. You can always build. You can always get better. Whereas in, in soccer, man, if you're 
the bottom of the table, man, if you're, I, I don't even know who it is, the chance of you winning the Premier League, unless you're Leicester, that yeah. did it, the, the chance of you doing that are, are slim to none. I, I have a question that, that, that sparks something. So we always talk about how much, how important coaching is in the NFL. Yeah. And how it can change. You get a coach that can change the culture, change everything. And it's mm. because of that parity OC was describing in the NFL. Mm. If you have an elite coach come in the premiership in soccer and football, can't, it would come with the culture and they, they're handicapped financially. Mm. Are they able to turn it around? Handicapped financially and handicapped with the players? Mm. Yeah. You're not, you're not, you're not going to go into a Man City or a Liverpool and beat I them. Think, I think it's, something, is, something is difficult for perhaps American fans to understand is that ultimately the, the, the conversation about winning the Premier League is done for 95% of all yeah. the clubs in the country. <laughs> I mean, the fact that Leicester won it, that's like a Haley's Comet yeah. event. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's, that's something that just happens as an, an aberration once every hundred years or whatever right if, you, if you're someone who supports I don't know even a, a decent Premier League team say like I don't know I was trying to think of one um, be a West Ham or, West Ham right yeah, West Ham yeah. is a good example they're never going to win the Premier League I mean you'd be you'd be crazy to go and bet on them to win the Premier League every season you're never going to win your money because they're never going to win it so our conversations around what teams are good and what teams aren't good are almost had within these, this bubble where we all understand that that team is never going to win the Premier League that doesn't get boring it's crazy <laughs> yeah it is, it is kind of interesting you know what's amazing we too. have other competitions as well though right so we have relegation promotion yeah. cups so there's a little bit else to talk about and the reason I say that is one thing I respect about this country is they understand their sport yeah. Not sports, right? Sport. Mm. Did I say it right? Sport. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 OC has a check. It's a collective now. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I got OC, man. Yeah. Things are getting better. Yeah. And so it's just like the knowledge, mm. the understanding. Like, I, I dig that. I, I, I respect that. And because of that, I would think that that would be just so frustrating. That a lot of people are happy lack about of parity. It. There's a lot of protests, a lot of sort of dissension about it but but West Ham to go back to them they'll be they'll be targeting winning the FA Cup or something mm-hmm. and not getting relegated or perhaps pushing up into the top four to get into European football to get into the Champions League I and do like the relegation yeah so you don't have relegation either. I and like that and the, th- the other thing you don't have in NFL which I find fascinating is that it really is the NFL or bust right yes, yes. Or bust. yes. You, in, in, you talk about an academy player in the Premier League yeah. if they don't make it at Man City there's 90 odd other clubs they can right, go and join right. and have a career. Yeah. Yes. NFL, what is it? CFL and nothing? Yes. I mean, you, you, yeah. But yes. Go, go, going back to, can you imagine? Can you imagine, for instance, that every team in the Premier League had a chance to win every year? Can you imagine what that would be like? Oh my that'd be gosh. Awesome. Yeah, it'd be can, great. can you imagine yeah. what that Think as, about as a the fan, sponsorship. Think about dollars. what that would be like <laughs> every single team, every year. You can pay your money and be like, we got a shot. We got a shot. Mm. I mean, how, how do you go about being a fan without, mm. <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, we're going to. A lot of it's to do with they want to win against their local rivals. They yeah. want to not be relegated. Yep. They want to win a cup, maybe. Yeah. yeah I suppose in, in the NFL, there's only one trophy, right? That's it. And that's it. That's so would, it. There, would there be, if your team won their division or their conference, that's like, celebrated within yeah. the organization. Yeah, you celebrate that, but you you're still, not going down the bar lost. telling your friends yeah. about that. No, no. But you're still lost. Like yeah. you lost if you don't win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like yeah. you make it to the playoffs, you might as well yeah. not have made it to the playoffs yeah. at all. Like you mm-hmm. lost. It just helps you as a coach keep your job, yeah. maybe. <laughs> yeah, right. And also, the top coaches here wouldn't go to a lower club, so they wouldn't. So you know, 
I, mean, I know, say for example, like Belichick is synonymous with the Patriots, and he's done amazing. Given what you guys have talked about with the draft and everything, to, to maintain that, he's amazing, and everyone knows that, right? Yeah. But would Belichick go to Miami? Here's what you have to understand: New England used to be a terrible club. Yeah, terrible. Yeah, yeah. you understand. Okay, right, and right, right. then, so yeah. he got there. They got a good quarterback. Drafted well. Drafted well. Had money. Now they're winning Super Bowls. Yeah. So there's no te- there's no Cincinnati. Now you can say it's a bad club, but they get a coach, a high draft pick. All of a sudden there. Hmm. So there's no bad club. There's no lower club. There's no high. Club, there's, there's no none of that. Everybody's yeah. just. I noticed just that. in the NFL. I noticed that because a few years ago it was Cleveland, right? Right. And yeah. now they're not. They're okay now. Yeah. Now it's like they give the fan base home. Them. Yeah, because yeah. they went 0-16 oh, a few yeah. years ago, and they went and acquired a bunch of good players, and yeah, they gave the fan base hope. So, so I support Portsmouth, right? That's my <laughs> football team, and they're in the third tier, League One. Mm. It's no way. Pep Guardiola's coming to Portsmouth. No. There'd be a national week of holiday in Portsmouth. Pep Guardiola even visiting the city, let alone took over the club. So it's, it's, it's pretty different. But so, you, so for people who are listening to this, who are football fans and don't really know NFL, there's no potential for a, a club or a team to come in and say, "We love that guy from college. We love Trevor Lawrence, the guy at Clemson, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Clemson, isn't he? Yes. We want him. Mm-hmm. They can't go and get him." No, they have to be. It has to be in the draft. In the draft, so they have to trade draft places over a series of years, and yes, exactly. Money does not talk in this situation. It's all about negotiation power, and that's why you see teams that have great front offices Mm -hmm. and great negotiators uh, able to make those kind of moves. You said something earlier that me and OC have talked about, and you look at uh, you look at Belichick, and he's you know how uh, in soccer you know how they sell players, develop them, sell them all that. Mm -hmm. So you usually don't see that in the NFL. Hmm. But Belichick has realized in New England he's not going to get the top picks, right? Because he's winning every year. Hmm. So he's developed all these backup quarterbacks behind Tom Brady and shipped them off. Hmm. Garoppolo. All the assets. Yeah. And he's who's, got who's the, other, who's the other one there? All three of them start. Yeah. Uh, Garoppolo. Yeah. Uh, you got... Um, Jacoby Brissett. Mm-hmm. Brissett, that's it, yeah, yeah. Those are the two right now. And he was before the first it was Matt yeah. Castle. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so he's yeah. he's got top. So he's get, what he's doing is he's developing the quarterback. He's then moving them on and in, in exchange for better draft positions. I, 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 better wouldn't say he is, I wouldn't say he's doing it with the sole purpose of shipping them off. No, no, no. It just happens. It just happens that way. You know, he's it's developing them. And yeah. then, oh, yeah. okay, well, somebody comes to him and we're like, okay, we'll give you a second round pick yeah. for it. This guy, he's like, okay. Yep. Do you guys ever see anything in Premier League and think, I'd like NFL to do more of that? I like the nutrition stuff. The nutrition stuff is good. Let's talk a bit about that then. What what do you mean by that? Me and Osi were, uh, went and visited a couple of different teams and and they would talk about the things they were doing and they just seemed so... uh, technologically advanced in some of the things they were doing. I mean, they swabbed the... Uh, they test them every day with a swab, check their nutrition and stuff like that. I just thought that was pretty elite. I just, you know, how they track the miles and everything they're doing. I mean, teams are doing that now, but I just felt like they were really uh, uh, on the cutting edge with that stuff. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a different level. I think we went to um, Tottenham's practice facility. Yeah. Incredible. Like yeah. they, were, they were growing their own food. And right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is, exactly. what is going on here? They were to go in the apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> like, they had thing, everything set up so so nice for them. Um, it was very high level. I used to think the NFL was 
or, you know, on the cutting edge of that type of stuff mm-hmm. until I went to Tottenham and I saw, you know, their facilities and mm-hmm. saw what they were doing and saw how they treated um, their players. It, it was it was incredible. So their, their, their training facility at Bulls Cross up in Enfield mm-hmm. is pretty new, cutting edge. And obviously mm-hmm. you guys would have visited their new stadium yeah. as well because yeah. they have NFL games there. That's amazing in there, isn't it? Yeah. Because well? oh, yeah. I was at the London launch that you, I think you hosted with Josh. Oh, yes, yeah. And... Um, they had the whole NFL dressing room kitted out and everything. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's an amazing stadium, isn't it? Oh, wow, that's yeah. all I can say is it's it's one of the top stadiums in the world. Hmm. Definitely. Absolutely. What do you think we can learn from NFL? Then, what do you think Premier League can learn from NFL? Because when you when you're a Premier League fan, you watch football every day like I do for, for my for my job, and I come over to the US, I visit, and it's all NFL, and it yeah. takes me about two or three games to get into the NFL mindset of watching the stop-start, slow thing, yeah. book out four hours to watch <laughs> it, right? Yeah. Um, because Premier League is so relentless, so fast. Yeah. And I think, not that they would necessarily prioritise British fans, but although they are kind of starting to do that, mm-hmm. one thing I think would be amazing for British fans is the game was quicker. Yeah. Um, t- to be honest with you, I think that they're just... The games are so different hmm. that it's not possible. Yeah, it's, it's not really possible. The only thing that I can say um, is the parody because, like, soccer, football—that's mm-hmm. my first love. That's yeah. what I grew up with. That's—I I only heard about American football till like, when I was like 15. That was the first time I heard of it. So for the first 15 years of my life, it was all. And you still all became football. a pro. Yeah, that's crazy. Isn't <laughs> Talent. Yeah. How old were you when you first started playing? About, about 14, organized. Okay, right. Yeah. Okay, fine. yeah. So um, for me, you know, knowing both sports, you know, as well as I do, the only thing that I can say that I, w- I, w- I wish would change about the Premier League is the parity. I mean, you, you, this yeah. can't continue to, yeah. you know, it, yeah. it just doesn't make any sense for... With financial parity, basically. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, they have to find a way to make it whereas the teams who, who <clears> feel <throat> like they don't have a chance actually do have a chance to mm-hmm. win every year the way that you see mm-hmm. in the NFL. One of the things, another thing that I think is quite a fascinating comparison is that we hear a lot in Premier League about players not being overloaded with information. So sometimes a rumour will come out of a team's not doing yeah. very well that the coach has just given them too much information. They've been overloaded. But the information NFL players get to give is, is, is it's tremendous. unreal, isn't it? Yeah. It's unreal. Yeah. Particularly a quarterback who's got all that stuff on his arm yeah. and you see the play cards. It's called, what's it called at the side of the thing? That the, the, the offensive um, coach... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a play, play, it's a play card. card yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you have do you have memories of having to learn sort of off by heart all these different things? We had to learn a tremendous amount of stuff, man. It was it was playbook is be, be about this thick. Yeah. Now, for each individual game, we wouldn't have to memorize everything in the playbook, but you'd have to memorize a, a good section of it. And then sometimes our coach would come. And on the sideline, he's he's like, so true. oh, this isn't working. We're going to need to start drawing up stuff. And then he'd go out there and he'd call that play. And you had to know exactly what it was that you right. know he was telling you to do. So it's it's a lot of information retention that, that, that you have to have um, if you're going to play, especially on the defense. Well, both sides of the yeah. ball, it's, it's, it's a lot of information. Um, but we're just so accustomed to doing it that I don't think we ever thought, oh, this was too much information. Can it get too confusing? It gets very confusing sometimes. You have to have the right teachers, right? It, yeah. it can get... Listen, the smart players last. If you're not smart in the NFL, you're just not there. Hold up. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Well, I've got just one, one, one more quick uh, subject about injuries. Even in, in, in England now, we're talking about head injuries and whether kids should be heading the ball and all the rest of it. Is there, do you guys have a concern about how that pertains to, to NFL? Well, yeah. I mean, it's a big it's, part it's of the conversation, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's a big deal. The mm. concussions and the head injuries because I think you know now we've seen the, the repercussions of that. Um, I mm. think earlier, maybe many years ago, a lot of people... You get a concussion, you're like, oh, okay, you'd be okay. But now you see the long-term effect of that. You know, we've had people who have, you know, have died from, you know, CTE and, and things of that yeah. nature. So you have to understand that um, now the information is there. Uh, we all know what, what, what we're doing now. Yeah. Um, if you choose to play, that's that's on you. Yeah, that's on you. Yeah. 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 So, that's on you. Um, I like to say they're not just going to give you money for nothing. That's not the way this world works. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you understand? So yeah. I wish. that money, they're going to take something from you. Yeah. And um, with us, it's our health. And um, we're sacrificing our health for, for, for financial gain. And it's, it's okay. That's what we signed up for. I think the NFL now is doing quite a few things to try and protect yeah. um, protect. The, the head injuries and, mm. and you know protect players, but they're never ever ever going to remove the violence from the game. It's no. it's a very violent game, and it's the game, right? that's we, what we've seen. Want to see. We've seen at football at top level. It's changed a huge amount in terms of the rules and the laws because the impacts are so much greater. Yeah. If you come in at someone 
you know, at speed into their shin bone, we see bad leg breaks, like mm-hmm. career-ending leg breaks, and they've got to try and sort of legislate against that. And I suppose the same principle in NFL, isn't it? Head on, helmet, yes. helmet contact, all that kind of stuff. Yes. Ultimately, people are still going to get injured in a variety of different ways, though, aren't they? Yeah. It's just part of it, right? But you said the thing. I mean, you have to look at the game, and you have to look at how the athletes are getting bigger, faster, and stronger, and you have to protect uh, players. And I think uh, definitely on the professional level, I mean, we all want to be out there. We don't want to hurt anybody. So Hmm. we just have to adjust our game and understand that if we want to keep each other healthy, we're going to have to play by these rules. And you're going after the quarterback to stop him, not to hurt him. Yeah, not that. Like, I don't don't want to. What what do I want to hurt him for? (laughs) That mentality, I've never understood that mentality. So he's out the rest of the game, I guess. Not for what? Like, I, I need to do my job. And my job isn't predicated on him getting hurt my, I need to get to that quarterback period mm. like no matter who's in there mm-hmm. so um I understand that he's trying to feed his family just like I'm trying to feed my family yeah. it's a business mm. um so no matter who's the who's at the quarterback position my job is to get to him that's mm. my specific job so I don't want to hurt him I just want to do my job period how many did you ever have any serious injuries as players <sighs> yeah yeah a lot I, I got how'd you deal with that uh one of them I had to retire yeah okay. so you know, you, I broke both arms. I got metal rods in both my arms. Right. So one, I came back after four games and just played with a titanium, I, yeah, no, a carbon fiber cast. And I got, oh, you know. Oh, one Gronk's had on his. Yeah, yeah, basically he yeah. he kind of did the same thing. So, yeah, you just, I mean, we all had some. I mean, Osi's. I'm surprised he got knees left. Right. <laughs> Are you surprised as well, Osi? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's rough. It's rough. It's, it's, it's a rough time, man, yeah. but. But when you're so defined by your physical prowess and then you have to stop through injury or you're out of the game for a period of time through injury, yeah, does that affect you very badly psychologically? How much time you got, man? That's, yeah. a, that's, that's, that's a very, very yeah. in-depth question. <laughs> but it must affect you psychologically because that's how you've been judged on, right? Yeah, that's why, so that's why your, your value has been ascribed. Basically, you, it's, it's, uh, there's a study at uh, University of Florida. They studied this in the States, and it's basically equivalent to a death. In the family, kind of thing, a bereavement. You die. Right. That part of you is dead. Mm. And now there's a rebirth. And you go through this process, a grieving process. Mm. And we all do it differently. But we have to go through it. And mm. those around us need to understand that and help us. And we, you know, most come out okay on the other end. But it is, it is a grieving process because you've done something your whole life. I mean, imagine you're a lawyer and somebody says, you've got to stop practicing law. You're like, why? Mm. I've, done this, I've done everything to this point to be a lawyer or a doctor or whatever. You've done everything to that point to be great at something, and you have to stop. Mm. I assume you go the same way? Yeah, 100%. Um, it's, 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 it's just it's, it's strange. I think for me, uh, you know, I was in, a, in the unique position or the position that maybe like 1% of us find ourselves in, whereas you play as long as you want to play, and then you just kind of like, eh, I'm done with it. You know, and right. yeah, most people, you know, you don't find yourself in that position. Most of the time, the game is taken away from you, mm. whether it's through injury or whether they're telling you you can't play anymore. <laughs> yeah. um, it's, 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 it's really, really messed up. So a lot of the things that you know, maybe Jason might have went through or a lot of 99% of the athletes, I didn't go through that because I voluntarily was like, I, you know, I don't want to play anymore. Mm-hmm. And I had a really long career and there was nothing else I could have done within my career um, as far as like, you know, maybe winning the Super Bowl or, you know, going to the Pro Bowl. Like I did all of that. Mm-hmm. So there was nothing else for me to do. So when I left, I was, 
contest. And I was okay with it. But you still had to tackle the idea of what you were going to do next. After? As, as still a young man, yeah. Yeah, I, honestly, I really didn't want to do anything. That was my whole my whole goal was to not do anything <laughs> okay. when, when I was done. Yeah. But you, I think, I mean, guidance is important, though, because we, we here in this country that our top athletes, footballers, they, they, go, they bankrupt themselves at 10 times the rate that normal people do when they yeah. retire because they don't have... Well, historically, they haven't had the education or the, or the preparation for, for life after that. I think you sport. have to be careful with those statistics uh, because they say the same thing in the United States. Right. And, and, and in reality, for the age group, the bankruptcies are kind of similar. Right, okay. If you stop working for six months, how many people are going to be bankrupt? Yeah. Right? Mm. And they, they tend to uh, misplace these athletes um, into thinking all of them made a tremendous amount of money. You know, all of them made the top dollar. That's yeah. not true. You yeah, had, you had the true. locker room. You had the OCs of the world and you had me. Uh, middle of the road guys that were set up okay, but I had to think differently about my financial uh, future. So I think that there is a level of education and understanding because uh, that needs to be focused on because, listen, if you are making this money, you have to start to think about how is this going to last 50 years. Mm. There's not a lot of people in society that have to think like that. Mm. There's none of your peers walking around like that. Most people are working on their career, doing their thing, but they think I'm just going to continue to work. Mm. That's not the same world that athletes get thrown into. And it's very lonely. And I think that a lot of people want to see athletes fail. I really, I really Dude, think that. Yes. What, for what reason? Jealousy? or? Well, I think in going to what he said, okay, say for instance, um, they say, oh, a lot of these athletes go broke and all this. Okay, say, for instance, a guy who's making in the NFL, uh, maybe 60%, 70% of the players are making, like, minimum. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so let's say it's, like, 400 and something thousand bucks, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, 400 so after taxes is, like, 200 and something bucks. I mean, 200 and something thousand bucks. Mm-hmm. And then you pay your agent, then that's down to, like, 150000 right? Mm-hmm. So say the average career is three years in the NFL, so you've made one hundred fifty. You know, maybe two hundred, and then maybe two fifty. This is what you've made as a career. So, how long is that supposed to last? <laughs> how long is that supposed to last yeah. you? Yeah. You know, and you got to think they've worked their entire lives to be professional athletes. So, as soon as that's done, now they have to go into finding something else to do. So, obviously, yes, they're going to be broke within <laughs> you know a so year. It's like a or false two. statistic, basically. It's well, definitely a false statistic. I, I would say. Yeah, and another thing that happens is, and me and Osi talk about this all the time, is. I mean, all I hate to say it, but the sharks know where the money is mm. and all the bad people, um, they're always that are looking for uh, to take your money. Mm. Know that most athletes have cash mm. ready, available, mm. not in some asset tied up. They got cash. So they attack them. And what happens when you retire, you start thinking, I got this money. Now I need to make money to keep living. And you take risk. So a lot of the times they're not spending it. It's people taking advantage of them saying, I'm going to help you make money. But they're just taking their money. Mm. You see that more than anything. And then these guys are so ashamed of it that they don't even talk about it. Mm. And those people know that. Did you always know that you were going to go and work in the media after you finished? Or was that part of your process of finishing your career? I went to finance. Right. Okay. <laughs> I, no media. I didn't. I, I, I'm lucky Osi's here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I had zero plans of going into media. I just wanted to just... I just wanted to just go chill, man. But my wife was like, nah, you gotta do something. So what advice, just before you guys leave, what, what advice would you give to, to top athletes, whether they play in the Premier League or in the NFL, what advice would you give them when they finished? Just mm. 
to take a bit of time to get to know what they want to do and look after themselves and all that kind of stuff, the sensible stuff. Yeah, invest in their relationships. You know, be a good person because when it's all said and done, the people are going to pick up your phone call and want to help you if you were good to them when you were on top. Hmm. Be a good person. Hmm. It goes a long way. You, you have to understand that you, it must come to an end. Yeah. Like, no matter, you know, just almost like life. Like, mm. it, it, it has to happen. Mm. So um, you have to start to prepare yourself mentally for the fact that you're going to retire. This is going to end. Mm. So what exactly is, is it that you want to do? Mm. I knew I didn't want to do media in America. Mm. Like, I saw everybody would retire, and, they, you know, they're fighting amongst themselves to go do this job. And I knew I didn't want to do that. So um, just being able to come to London... Nobody knew who I was, escaped from everything. It, it was almost, it was like a rebirth for me out here. And um, just just find a way to find something to do that you really, really love to do. And did you find, did you both, I wonder if you both felt like you had to prove yourself again. <sighs> Interesting. I don't think, I'm an answer for OC. OC wasn't like that. No. Not at all. You know, I don't think, no. I think we just are equipped with the skills to conquer new things because if there's anything I want athletes to know is like we have the talent to do whatever we want. Most people are not put in a stressful situation two times a year. Yeah, let alone every Every day or week. So imagine what an asset you are to a company, Mm. to an industry. And I think me and Osi, because we can have those conversations with each other, we understand that we have the solutions embedded in our brain. We just need to dig them out because we've been in a situation that we've had to respond to. We just need to figure out how that relates to where we are. And we do that all the time. Would you agree with that? Osi? 100%. Yeah. 100%. Thank goodness you did. <laughs> if you didn't, I was going to take that whole statement back. Yeah, you guys have been so generous with your time. Thank you so much for no spending worries, time with me. I appreciate it. I think I our listeners are going to love it. So thank you. All right, keep man. your eyes off my watch. Appreciate it. No, no, no. We <laughs> always got you. This was a Stakhanov production. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. <laughs> 